everyone, my name is Kira and I'm part of the BitCountry team. Together with my co-host Gadi, today we bring you BitCountry Discovery. On this channel, we explore blockchain technology, NFTs, cryptocurrency, and give you an insight into BitCountry development. If you would like to stay tuned with weekly episodes, please give us a thumbs up and hit the bell for notifications. For any new listeners out there who have never heard of BitCountry, let me give you a brief introduction. BitCountry is building a platform that will host multiple metaverses. These metaverses will be created by the users for the users. It will be a platform to learn, earn, grow, connect, build, and work. BitCountry's core value is to unite communities. People will be able to co-create a world without 3D knowledge or any modeling technical skills. BitCountry is using NFTs and blockchain technology to bring the dream to life. On today's episode, we're going to dive deep into the blockchain technology. We're going behind the scenes of BitCountry and we have two special guests with us today. We have Mike and Justin. Justin is the CTO of blockchain and Mike is a technical lead. We're going to talk to this power duo about how they code and develop BitCountry, what happens behind the scenes of BitCountry and how they are going about optimizing the user experience for you guys. So. They have been key people in developing and designing the fundamentals of the software behind BitCountry. Mike and Justin have been working together to perfect the NFT marketplace, the material campaign, and all-around user experience. Pretty much everything that you see when you log into the Alpha Testnet, these guys have been working on. So Mike, as technical lead, can you give us a little bit of insight of what your job involves, what software development is, and how you go about developing blockchain technology? Thanks, Kira. Hey, everyone. Uh, I'm Mike, technical lead for BitCountry, based in uh, London, UK. Um, I work with Justin building the BitCountry platform, a first network blockchain. So primarily, I'm a full-site developer, and I also do a bit of uh, blockchain substrate dev from time to time. Um, for me, like working in the blockchain industry, you know, has its similarities, working in the Web2 space, building, testing, deploying production-level code every day, and the knowledge of full stack is still very applicable and part of the job. Um, from the application perspective, um, what really differs is how the front-end app communicates with the blockchain. So how do we read data, how do we send transactions to it, and on the back-end side, like how do we store the events from the blockchain and organize that data. So it's like another layer of complexity you need to learn to understand how to use and organize um, the, the data. So in terms of day-to-day, -day, my work revolves around these two main areas. For example, one day I'll be building like a, a wallet page for NFT assets. Another day, uh, Justin will add an endpoint to the uh, blockchain to transfer some land, and I would build the user interface um, for that in the BitCountry front-end. So with that, you know, all the features that we ship, we've got a strong dedicated team of other developers, designers, and testers, all working to perfect the user experience and to make the metaverse easy to use for all. Thanks, Mike. It sounds like you're a jack of all trades. It's not just one area that, of development that you're specializing in. It's across the whole entire platform. Like you said, it could be the marketplace or a wallet or whatever it is. But blockchain is the technology that you are plugging into. And that's what we're um, all about here, storing all of that um, information and user experience on the blockchain, which is very novel in this industry. So thanks for that. And Justin, um, would you give us give a little bit of insight on what does a CTO do or what um, your role is on a day-to-day -day basis um, with the blockchain side of BitCountry? Sure, yeah. Thanks, Kira. Hey, hey everyone. Um, yeah, my name is Justin. And um, yeah, so, well, I'm currently, um, as, as, as Kira mentions, I'm, I'm currently a CTO um, on the blockchain um, side of things, so as a BitCountry. So, 
Um, I think it's one of the key difference between like the BitCountry platforms and some other DApps out there is like, you know, we, we develop our own blockchain um, that we call like Metaverse Network, um, which is, is, is create, you know, is, is help us to, to have a lot of flexibility. Um, you know, we can have, you know, I think it's basically we can focusing more into the user experience, um, you know, how we can bring the best, um, you know, at the scale. Um, from you know the kind of like a really high transactional um you know kind of like the blockchain into um a lot of user so that you know it's basically what the goal is that we want to um get more and more web 2 or traditional um user to bring you know to come into the web 3. so i think it's my role on day-to-day basis um you know i think this is back in in the last i think it's around like 14 15 years um has been doing the software um and as a software architect um you know in the last couple of years um and recently um you know with the country i'm more focusing into on the blockchain development um so um because if you know you already know a lot of blockchain is just more um you know storing is really like critical information or the you know ledgers or the balance the assets of, of user so um you know i think the um the kind of like the development is quite intense in there um so but yeah i think we already made it um you know so far i would say there are like um 80 to 90 percent of the whole blockchain develop development is already done but of course you know we keep Staining so on more, on my daily basis is more um, you know creative key features on the blockchain um, you know like working all across with different team um, for the whole integrations building the SDK um, you know things on the different use of perspective um, you know and discussing with the different product owner um, you know on the bit country um, so that's just, you know we can build the best product for um, all the user when they come into the bit country. Thanks, Justin. So as technical lead there, Mike, you work very closely with Justin and calling the shots about all of the technical development and behind the scenes of what's going to be happening there. And Justin just touched on a brief uh, challenge that you guys might be facing is just that migration from Web 2 to Web 3. So I'm sure that's only one challenge that you guys face in the development. Have you got any other main um, points that you would like to highlight of just what you go about solving these challenges? Yeah. That's a good question, Kira. So um, specifically with the metaverse, like the challenge is how to create a unique identity within the space. Because, you know, we're a team of uh, developers. We need to kind of show us, show everyone that we're doing something a bit different. Because so, I feel like there's new projects labels a metaverse every day. So I feel like the, the goal of BitCountry and Metaverse Network is to allow anyone to co-create a metaverse uh, for the community. More importantly, bring a lot of value to them in an entirely new way, thanks to blockchain and crypto. So, you know, this year we've been focused on building the core features of what we think is the foundation of the BitCountry metaverse, um, such as like a 3D world made by the metaverse team, a customizable um, uh, avatars um, with wearables, and we will all wanted to give all the metaverse owners as well a way to, so they can deploy land, um, which would be their own personal space. And they can divide that land and even sell it on the marketplace or even just transfer it for free to the community members. Um, of course, we will allow creators to mint NFTs in our collections within our platform, and they can do that in less than a minute and be able to sell it on the marketplace as well. And lastly, the staking, um, we have a function to earn BIT, our in-game currency, which will unlock other unique features such as crafting NFTs and more customization options for their metaverse. Um, all of these features will be available on the on the testnet um, when it's released, um, and I believe that's once Justin has given the, the green light. Yes, I know we're all waiting for that green light and with that little smile over there, I can see that it's we're very, very close. So Justin, um, 
Building up to the Alpha Test Net release launch, what main challenge have you uh, been exposed to and just, I guess, even just bringing your team together to get this product ready for launch? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I think that's Mike um, already mentioned. I mean, at this point in time, we'll be talking about um, you know, in, the, in this podcast, um, I guess, is, you know, um, we're just like hours away, um, you know, for like the public um, alpha testnet. So um, the, the reasons like um, I think it's one of the main challenges, um, you know, f- challenge for us is more as the um, the complexity of the whole, I think it's a lot of technical um, perspective. So um, this is a lot of um, Components get involved. That's the first things. Like for example, we got a 3D world. Um, there's a lot of metaverse. We have the NFT, um, our own NFT protocol. We have our own marketplace protocol on, um, you know, staking kind of like mechanism, um, which is quite a more focusing into the material um, in the metaverse building. Okay, um, and you know that's 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 the first challenge. So you know, making sure that everything, you know, all the key components they come together and work um, seamlessly. I think so that's is one of you know challenge that we got. Um, but I think you know so far um, we already solved that problem um, by opening like a private. Um, public testnet, more private testnet, um, you know, to a group of, of um, evangelists or the people that love the country. Um, and I think the, the feedback, the feedback is, is really great. Um, so, yeah, I think the second challenge that we got, as you mentioned, is, um, you know, like bringing is more like, a, you know, like the web trees and, you know, um, it's more into the lot of web to traditional user. Um, there's a lot of like user experience. Um, you know, we're trying to improve. We're trying to make sure that the people who have the least knowledge of blockchain of crypto, when they come into BitCountry, they can start using that with ease. Um, you know, with simple click. Um, I think we try to bring the same experience, like the convenience of how the Web two application, to bring into um, the Web three, which is like with the blockchain, the decentralizations. Um, you know, with transparency, um, everything is is all perpetually on the blockchain. So that's is. I mean, like the two key challenges that I felt, uh, but of course, there's a lot of more challenges. Like, you know, we put a whole team together, we find a great talent that it can come to help us. Um, and, you know, the team we work across all the different time zones. Um, but that's, that's, I think, you know, into that is, um, you know, we, fortunately, we have the amazing team. Um, that's is all great, talented, um, you know, in all the, all sort of, all the different um, area. So, yeah, that's, that's where we come into this point. Thanks, Justin. You've met those challenges head on and you've come up with the most user-friendly features for the platform. Um, You mentioned the team and I'm interested to know a little bit more about the team, but can we start with you? Can you tell us a bit about your background and what got you into the space and how did you, you know, what led you to find BitCountry? Sure, yeah, I think um, that's that's what it's not too long, but you know, I think, um, you know, for my background, I was, um, well, I think I started my career um, since I was quite, quite young, I mean, in a, in a, in high school, I, I was, um, I think this is one of the key interest subjects that for me, I mean, the, the, the top class is always the computer, um, computer science, you know, learn about computer. Um, so, but yeah, I think it's moved. 
uh, fast forward that I'm, I'm, you know, I think for my first career um, as, as just course software developer, um, and it all the ways along um, to become as more at a senior and you know um, sort of solution architect and software architect, um, and you know become a CTO. Um, I was like a CTO in the last company, um, and then. You know what I heard of. Um, you know Ray mentioned. Um, Ray is the CEO of BitCountry. Mentioned about like um, a BitCountry projects, the vision. Um, you know I think the challenges that the current blockchain. Um, you know in the blockchain space, and you know I think the vision to to have to help everyone to have their own kind of space in the blockchain um, perpetually. I think that's that's really um, you know like enlightening me. So yeah, I think um, that's why you know we started BitCountry and um, for the very first day, you know, you know we, we think of um, or sort of or different design decision, um, you know, we make into the points that, you know, we start, you know, using our own blockchain because um, you know back then we tried to use Ethereum, but you know, because of the complexity um, of our software, of our our platforms and all the all different key components, um, you know, that bring to input country and the scalability as well. So that's why um, you know we need to find the best solution. And um, yeah, I think we found Polkadot, we found Substrate um, as as really great technologies and created by Gavin Wood, um, one of you know the C, the first CTO of Ethereum um, who built the Solidity. So yeah, I think that's that's um, that brought me into the space. And um, before I think it's before you know, this um, blockchain development, um, I was kind of like more um, focusing into like Ethereum's um, building a smart contract, but I think to build blockchain itself, I think that's that's really um, great challenge. And also, you know, it's a really great opportunity um, for me to to see everything inside out um, as, as the um, CTO of blockchain, yeah. Thanks, Justin. Sounds like you've had a wild ride and I think finding out everybody's experience of how they've even discovered uh, the cryptocurrency industry and then gone and progressed further into the blockchain technology is really interesting because it's such a new industry that if you have an interest in it and you then have to take the initiative yourself to start to learn about it. Um, you, you can't really learn about this at universities uh, yet, um, but maybe in the future in the metaverse universities, we might be able to learn more about this. But at the moment, uh, the infrastructure just isn't there for that. So. My question is over to Mike. How did you find out about BitCountry and blockchain technology? Thanks, Kira. Uh, so yeah, I was like Justin, I was a converter of blockchain technology. Uh, but before all of that and BitCountry, um, I was your, just your average senior software developer. I had um, 11 years experience working in different industries such as banking, educational tech, and more recently the gaming industry. And it was uh, 2021, um, January, uh, my cousin just told me about Bitcoin. So it's the first time we were hearing about crypto and Bitcoin, so it was quite late into the game. But I was just really fascinated about what, what it was. So I did a little bit of investment here and there, and I started using the, the dApps, staking, staking here and buying a random NFT there, and just really getting to know, like, what is this technology and how does it all work? So the, through the dApps, I, I you know, I had a look a bit about uh, Ethereum, and then through that, I learned about Polkadot. And I was like, wow, this technology is super interesting. It's like a blockchain um, that communicate with each other. And it was after finding about Polkadot, I had a look online, I found this Substrate um, Developer Academy, which was actually hosted by countries themselves. And that was a 12 week uh, long course where I got to learn about uh, Substrate Rust and meet lots of other great like-minded devs. And after that, um, I applied for the internship at BitCountry, 
I could see that the metaverse was what was actually called that at the time, but the metaverse was a very interesting space. And um, yeah, so I was watching the the markets go up and my investments coming down. So I thought, you know, the best thing I could do was invest, invest into myself. And through the internship, I worked with some like the best developers I've met in my career, um, Justin, Shannon, Daniel, and and Ray. And they, I could really tell they were experts in their fields and they had such an interesting vision and great thinking. So yeah, it was really about the team that really convinced me um, that I really want to do the switch of moving from Web 2.0 to Web 3.0. And it's just the you know the the potential serving opportunities as technology brings. And you know there's there's a lots of different ideas where. In the old days, we have website, mobile app ideas, but everything's really been done. Nothing really has has really materialized in the blockchain industry yet. So that's what really really keeps me going every day. Thanks, Mike. It really is an exciting time, and it's so true what you say. You know, it's important to invest in yourself, especially at this this time. Um, Justin, my next question is for you. Given your knowledge in software development, um, how do you and the team go about forming a UI structure and optimizing it to improve user experience? Yeah, thanks, um, Gaddy. Well, I guess it's like if if you know any, um, any of you here, like, you know, like, like listening to the podcast, um, you probably feel that I think the blockchain is a little bit, you know, somehow it's, it's quite a bit complex, you know, for the normal user. Um, they don't know how to transfer the thing from one wallet to the other. Um, you know, like some of the web, basically like the UIs or the applications UI is just quite complicated for the users to use. I think um, because of the nature of the blockchain, so everything is hash and number, um, it's, it's, it's quite a challenge, um, you know, for the developer to create like super easy to use user experience. Um, I think from BitCountry, we try the best to put ourselves into the shoes of user. Um, I think, you know, we try to categorize all the different type of user um, as like the blockchain expert, um, you know, like a crypto investor um, and um, just to know, you know, crypto and the like, no, nothing at all, um, you know, crypto. So that's, you know, we're trying to um, categorize our user into different um, categories. And then based on that, we're trying to improve, you know, like the, the UI. So we're trying to um, imagine, you know, ourselves into the um, into the different type of user. So which with area that we're trying to improve. Um, but I mean, of course, you know, this is, can really fit everyone. Since everything new, need to get a bit of time to educate, um, you know, or to learn all of the new technology. But I think from the country point of view, um, in the metaverse network, I think we try our best, you know, to bring the most easier, um, you know, user experience. Like for example, if someone wants to mint the NFT collections, they want to set, um, you know, the royalty fees or they want to set the, the limit for their own NFT collections, I think they just need to use in the, you know, I think it's less than, I think it's around like 20 seconds, um, you know, to, to create or to mint the NFT collection. Or if someone wants to try to navigate things on the, um, you know, our NFT search or they want to buy things from the marketplace, um, you know, we try to bring everything into the single page um, so that the user is trying to um, just single click and then decide transactions so they can, they can have the, um, you know, that's sort of everything that they, they want um so yeah that's that's some of the, um, the perspective that we're trying to to create um and you know a lot of the visions that we're trying to bring to the um, to the user 
Thanks, Justin. You were totally right in saying that BitCountry has focused on optimizing the user experience. For me, I know it just takes four clicks to create a metaverse, and I think that is really powerful. I had previously thought that metaverse was a very big, complex idea. I only thought it was for developers and software creators. So um, when I was able to log in and create a metaverse in less than 20 seconds and then move on to mint NFT collections in a similar amount of speed, I was very impressed with myself just thinking, how easy is this? How can I possibly actually do this? So um, I know that navigating around the, uh, the platform is also a, a very important point for optimizing the user experience. So you've been working pretty hard on uh, the layout and the functionality and the ease of flow of the testnet mic. Would you like to elaborate on how you go about optimizing user experience? Thanks, Kira. Yeah, so obviously it's very tricky, especially given that the application can do quite a lot of different things. But I think one of the one of the huge benefits of BitCountry, the, the platform is just that how seamless we do integrate the different pages, different navigation, different features. Like you go from the marketplace um, into your assets and your assets into the marketplace. It's all very easy to transition in between the two. Um, for example, like I feel like this what we currently have as a feature set is just the foundation, it's just the beginning. And the way that we iterate and improve things is also, um, you know, something that we really think about all the time, such as like the My Assets page was originally just like one page full of all the different assets you could get from. So it could be once you bought the marketplace, could be once you got transferred to. Um, and what we did was we just iterated upon our approach and added more filters. So you got the ones you're collected, uh, the ones which you've listed and created yourself, and another one for you know your bundle listings and all the ones you favorited from the marketplace. So it's just one of a small example of just iterating over what we currently have and just making it a lot better. And I feel like once we do get this in front of users, we'll have a whole new um, loads of different ideas and lots of different ways we can improve. And because we are literally creating something that's totally new, we're gonna have lots of different ideas and it's gonna be you know an exciting journey ahead. And I really encourage all the users who who get to get involved. Because not just us building it, we want we want the users to be along every step of the way. Thanks, Mike. That's so right. As a platform for user-created metaverses and games, but country is very focused on the utility that NFTs can provide. And the NFT marketplace has been a massive undertaking on the BitCountry platform. Can you give us some insight as to how the BitCountry marketplace works and how does someone go about listing and selling on the NFT marketplace? Thanks, Gardy. So you know, the marketplace we've created within BitCountry, you know, it's, it's, we made it so it's very similar to what people are familiar with within the Web3 space. Um, the difference is more in like the content, such as the different types of assets that we have. We've got you know, NFTs, uh, collectibles, we've got uh, wearables, we'll have also the land and estates included in our marketplace. And the other thing is really how the marketplace is connected to the BitCountry Metaverse Network blockchain. So this allows like all the auctions, the bidding and transferring assets to be executed in a decentralized and secure way. For example, once your asset is listed on the marketplace, there's no way for the NFT to be transferred to another wallet. And the buyer and seller can feel sure that the, the amount of NIR is, is being handled on chain and without any third party involved. But in terms of uh, the actual usability of the platform, we have gone for the approach of where you, everyone can create their own metaverse and included in within that, they get their own local marketplace. And this allows um, everyone to have a private marketplace where they can authorize specific collections, which which is uh, matches their brand. And uh, yeah, just 
something which they have complete control over. They also have a ability to set a listing fee, which they can actually earn um, some some balance um, from every sale. So this is another nice feature that we've added. And the other part of the marketplace is we have something called the NFT search, which is basically accumulation of all different NFTs if they hold a specific uh, <laughs> a craftable NFT, which we call a, a global NFT search. So, you know, along with all of that, we just yeah have gone for a very uh, something a familiar user experience, but hopefully, you know, something that everyone's going to love to use every day. Thanks, Mike. Uh, I know that when I've been searching on the marketplace, it feels like online shopping for me. And I'm a big fan of online shopping, whether it be clothes in the real world or NFTs in the virtual world. So um, I think a lot of people are going to be able to navigate around there just as easy as they can on sort of any e-commerce website. It's uh, a very simple process to, to use uh, and you've got auctions and you've got um, buy now listings and um, just the organization of everything is is very spotless so um, I think people will be very impressed with how easy it flows and how easy it is to um, fill up your shopping cart. <laughs> um, Dustin, when I've been looking on the NFT marketplace there's a part of it called a bundle. Uh, are you able to elaborate more on what actually an NFT bundle is and why a user would want to buy one or create one? Um, well I think as Mike already mentions about the um, you know like our own NFT marketplace and our own NFT protocol um, so I think you know one of the, the suggestions from the product owner is that the um, you know that could be the great features for someone that you know, like if, if they want to sell the NFT as the whole bundle, it's not individually. Um, you know, like for example, NFT creators, they can create um, the wearable um, collections that for the spring um, season, okay? So um, instead of like they have to sell individually, they can just simply create everything into the bundle and then they can set the price for the entire bundle. Um, but, you know, we still maintain the same kind of like the NFT royalty mechanism, um, you know, for the NFT creator. So that's just one of the, um, the challenge and the things that, you know, we, we created. But, you know, as, at this stage, I think the bundle is working really well. Um, so that's is, you know, adding a lot of, um, you know, convenience for NFT creator if they want to sell um, everything as, as the bundle or um, if you want to sell your land or estate with all the NFT inside it, um, you should be able to do so as well um, with our bundle system. The bundle system is such an amazing feature, Justin, and um, I'm just wondering for, for the newbies, how easy is it for someone to create an NFT without, you know, if they don't have any coding knowledge, how easy is it for them to, um, to go to the BitCountry platform and to make an NFT collection? So yeah, I think, um, well, I think we're for, for that question. Um, so the NFT is, is you know, I think, you know, we try to create like the most easier, um, as the most easy as possible, um, you know, UI interface. I think we got around like six or seven different fields that the user have to fill out, um, you know, before they can mint the NFT on the blockchain. Okay, so um, that's just for the normal user. But if the um, you know for for the developer, um, you know if they want to interact directly with our blockchain, um, you know they can use our SDK. They can write code. They can um, you know mint the multiple or the different type of in, in like you know in in batch. But I think for the normal user, I think we try to create um, you know simply. Um, this is really 
like um, intuitive intuitive um, kind of UI for them to to use. I think if you try it out on our public testnet, um, you probably will see that um, it takes you about like um, less than 20 seconds to create the, the NFT collections that you own and perpetually on the blockchain um, maintain the same standard. Um, and then, you know, in the future, when our bridge is open, um, they can bridge them out into Ethereum's or they can do all the all different entity, um, you know, blockchain as well. Thanks, Justin. That's yes, it. speed and simplicity is definitely been at the forefront of your guys' mind as you guys have been developing this. Um, for me, like I said earlier on, I'm not um, a software developer, yet I can do all of the actions that I think a software sh developer should be able to do using our platform. So it's really exciting that you've just really opened up the, um, the gates for a lot of different types of users to come in. Like you said earlier, from a coder right the way through to maybe my grandma, she can come in and maybe making an NFT. <laughs> Might need a little bit of guidance on that one, but I wouldn't be afraid to give it a go. So finally, I'd just like to ask Mike, maybe what is your favorite feature of our BitCountry testnet? Thanks, Kira. I'm going to be cheeky and I'm going to have two favorite features. One of them is related to uh, creating a, a, a NFT collections, which is the royalty fee feature. So this will allow anyone who has their own collection to have a separate wallet address which they can basically gain a percentage of every NFT sold within the collection. And what they can do is then they can accumulate that fund and then claim it at any time they want. So this is kind of giving the power to the creators and they can earn after every NFT sale, not just the first sale. So that's the, that's the first one. Uh, the second one is the, is the, for me personally, is the land and estates feature, because I really feel like this really brings all of our other features together. I, for me, like I, I really look forward to going to the BitCountry Metaverse world with my friends, choose what I want to wear with the, the avatar wearables, and then just go straight into some land, uh, show them how I built my one, how badly designed I've done it. So then I will we'll then hop over to Celebrities Metaverse and you know just have a whole virtual experience, something which you can't really get in the physical world. And what we're currently doing now is just playing video games. So this is like 100 times better. And obviously with, with the whole blockchain integration, the experience can be kind of um, amplified with being able to buy, you know, some NFTs for this server to, from the server to using the marketplace user interface, which we have built, which is also linked to the 3D world. So, you know, it's all very exciting and um, can't wait to see, you know, our users get a hold of this. I like that you have two best features. You couldn't just pick between one. It's, that's absolutely great. And I think I'll be put in the same position. So I'm going to ask the question straight back to Justin before you can get back at me. What is your favorite feature of the testnet, Justin? Sure. Yeah. I mean, the um, I think that's Mike already mentions like the specific features, right? Um, you know, for for the user. But I think for me. Um, you know, I think, of course, you know, that's some of the features that Mike mentioned is also um, something that I, I quite love. Um, but I think in, in general, I think it's in, in the, um, you know, in a little bit like bigger um, picture, I think for the um, the mod features that, you know, we've got so far is like the creator economy, um, you know, like the, um, the process that how we can bring just the normal creator um that's very really hard to track kind of like royalty um fees or the things that after a sell product i mean in in the physical world it's pretty much um impossible okay um but uh, you know we're trying to bring that into the um into the blockchain into um the metaverse and so that's is um is like a massive opportunity for the nft creator that they can 
you know they can come up with some kind of like the great artist um you know art or um you know the great kind of like digital products so that they can sell and then they can track all of the royalty um so that's that's the um one of the things and also you know like the creator is not only creator nft but it can build um you know they can create the decorate the whole metaverse they can buy land um they can add value into it um so that is the um of course it's, it's not the specifics you know features because you know we have amazing there's a lot of um you know different features that i i would you know i can't really <laughs> name them all but um yeah i think you know if you ask me one of the best features that i think is that the creator economy um you know we brings that super easy for the creator who not really that um savvy so they can come into the country they can come into the metaverse network they can um create like the the on business the on revenue um they can earn from all the of the products that you know is coming from the artwork okay or and or, you know some of the artwork as well so yeah that's that's pretty much um something that I I you know I'm I'm really interested as this you know I really laugh about. Thanks Justin. There's so many amazing features it really is hard to choose just one but we it's you know it's true that we are moving into a new era of social connectivity and given that we are in the foundation era of development of metaverse and blockchain technology specifically um on the polka dot ecosystem what are you most excited about with blockchain technology and I'll um start with you Mike. That's a great question. Um so because we're obviously in the Polkadot ecosystem I can't you know cannot mention about the potential integrations with other parachains and uh, XCM all these amazing technologies that are coming out. Um so yeah I feel like the 3D world can and probably enhance the whole experience of Polkadot actually. by creating a 3D version of maybe some DeFi integration could be some or some other NFT parity integration it could be um something related to identity so all of these things are are possible it's just we're, we're very focused on what just building foundation at the moment but we also I spent some time building the um the SDK which allows kind of any front end application to integrate with our blockchain which I think is something we're really going to probably have a great uh, focus on in the near future so I think just also all about collaboration integration and making our network open to other ideas not just um uh, this one and Justin over to you what are you most excited about with blockchain technology <laughs> yeah thanks gary um yeah i think that mike um you know mentions like interoperability um you know like the abilities for one blockchain they communicate with the other um and you know like seamlessly like trustless and trustless way is is one of the thing um you know like we just got exciting about in the blockchain space but um you know i think it's speaking in the is more in general like the blockchain um you know technology is what i'm what i'm excited about i think is is more as the um i think that's that's amazing technologies that will bring the the ownership of the asset back into the user um and also um i think cryptocurrencies is one of the things that they can transact in the value um but you know i think the most important thing is more as all the digital assets um that's created or earning by um the user they should you know perpetually um you know i think it's like in inside some things that the user they they feel that they're truly on it um so that's that's the um 
you know, that's the things that I'm more excited um, about on the blockchain technologies. And, you know, um, I think so, apart from that, um, you know, we try, that's, that's, that's one of the key reasons why we built a BitCountry um, and Metaverse Network to create more there's a lot of creative economies that they can they can own to the own asset um, and they can decide what they want to do with it. Um, but yeah, that's that's the um, that's what I see in the future um, on the blockchain technology. It's not only the cryptocurrency, but um, a lot of businesses, a lot of um, you know like the digital platforms they start adopting um, kind of like the kind of like asset management system into their own business using the blockchain technology. So true there, Justin. I mean, the behind the scenes role that you guys have uh, given us today of what you and Mike continuously work around the clock to do is challenging, but also exciting. Um, together, what you, you face with daily challenges and you have the vision uh, to bring in the knowledge and skills to then turn those challenges into excitement for other users, which I think is such a really awesome job. And as the world moves forward, as we migrate from Web 2 to Web 3 and people become more educated, about the development and the new opportunities that Web3 provides for um, the users is going to be uh, absolutely pivotal in the way that we use technology moving forward. It's already such a big part of our life and if we can um, learn and actually earn and network all in one system and have ownership of all of that, I think it's going to be um, wave making as people cotton on to what this development and opportunities that Web3 can provide. So thank you very much for joining us today. We really do appreciate you taking the time to come here and just share with us the inside, what actually blockchain development is, what software development is, what you guys do on a day-to-day -day, day -day basis. Because as soon as anybody logs into our alpha test net, which is coming, I mean, only a few hours now, so you guys must be really excited, because I definitely am. Um, when people will log in, uh, it's all your hard work that these guys are going to be using. And I know that you're also going to be challenging them to give you feedback and find bugs because if everybody works together, uh, we're going to grow our platform a lot faster. It's not just our team that's going to be developing it. It's going to be the people who are using it. So like you have expressed throughout this whole entire conversation, you need that feedback to uh, really optimize the user experience because the way that you think it should work might be different from the way that somebody else thinks it thinks it works. We're all individual people, and together we can um, contribute to make the country a better platform. So, thank you so much for your time today, and um, keep up the hard work and keep the community going because we are all really excited for what we've got to come. So I think that's all we have today. We've exhausted you guys of some questions, but again, thank you for giving us uh, the insight into your personal lives as well, because um, I think that's a way that people can connect better with people if you actually understand where you've come from and how you've gotten into this awesome position. Because um, I know for myself, when I was just jumping into the whole industry, I didn't even know where to start. So um, for anybody that's got software development knowledge or wants to learn more about blockchain, um, Industry Connect looks like a really great way to start. That's where Michael found his, um, his foundations and um, I'm sure that there's going to be so many more job opportunities in the future so um, I think that's all we got and if you want to join and subscribe for notifications don't to hit don't forget to hit the bell and um, we'll give you weekly updates all right until next time <laughs>